0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. I am pretty much into this pre-salad recording. I I definitely have been having salads. Yesterday's was good. Um, It's been a while. I can't really remember what was on it. No, dino nuggets, for sure, dino nuggets. Um, I've not been eating super healthy yet today, so, I will definitely have a salad for dinner. Um, I've been working on a little project. Casey's ergonomic situation has always been just terrible, dreadful, disgusting, subpar you name it. Uh, low brow, knuckle dragging. Um, all those things nothing that like a gamer would tolerate for even one single session but uh it is what it is so i was sitting there and i was like dude you know the thing is is years and years ago my mom gave her this desk that is an old uh it's a pretty cool desk it's old it's nice it's little though because back in the day you know ladies didn't really do anything of consequence at desks they were just to like prim and pram up next to so now that being said we've done other things for her ergonomics already like we've put her laptop on a like stand to get it closer to eye level we have got her a wireless keyboard to you know decouple it from where her laptop is situated tried to get her a wireless mouse to alleviate wire drag because that accumulates over the day but she didn't like that Um, the other things now that i look and i'm like you know what's hard about this desk is there's a big drawer underneath where you sit or you know above your lap so you can't really belly up to the desk anyway. And then you, where you have, you have to go lower than you want to go to scoot under the desk. And then there's this giant space where you're, you have to like lift your arms up to the level where your keyboard is. And you know, modern desks, I don't know about modern desks, modern desks, contemporary desks, contemporary desks went from having that like keyboard tray that slides out, to now just being like adjustable standing desks with treadmills, you know? So anyway, the point being is you just want really a plank. You just want a board, you don't want thickness because ultimately it would sit right over your lap or only a couple inches over your lap and then you'd be able to have your keyboard and your mouse on it and that would be separate from the plane that your computer sits on. So I, I went and found and measured and did a little design, and I've been putting scrap pieces together from all of our shoji doors. We had just enough. I mean, we, it took eight pieces that were 10 and 3 or 10 and 7 eighths long, and we had exactly eight that could be cut to 10 and 7 eighths. And then it took six pieces that were nine inches long, and we had exactly that many. So that's also one of the, the cool things about stuff like this is using all of the scrap wood that we have to uh, mitigate waste. So that being said, it'll be a little kind of tray. It'll be a little tray table that she can put her mouse and keyboard on and scoot further back give everything more space to sit on but it's also small enough that it could just be moved out of the way we'll see how it goes i still have to figure out really how i'm going to put it together i should have thought about that sooner but i uh yeah i don't know we'll have to see how i'm going to put it on how i'm going to attach the legs to the top didn't think about that Um, but I ran out of screws and I went to Home Depot to get more pocket screws. And I also was just kind of wandering around. I I actually, I wanted to see if they had chimney balloons to seal our chimney, but they did not, which is a, a fail on their part. But while looking, I found corner brackets for like shelves and I think, oh, that's perfect. A couple of little medium duty brackets will really help to uh, stop or mitigate racking force on these otherwise kind of dainty legs, on the, you know, something that's kind of a fragile piece of furniture. So that's cool. And then I went to Taco Bell, and I got us some Taco Bell. tried the new grilled cheese burrito, as well as some cheesy gordita crunch. And then I came back. Oh, the leaf had a uh, service light come on and I'm literally driving it. Like what could be wrong with this thing? Like it's rolling, what's wrong with it? And uh, then Casey made the observation, like if it's not just that there needs to be air put in the tires, it's probably that uh, they said at 60,000 miles, it puts a service light on so that you come and replace your AC filter. And I was just like, oh wow, what? Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's probably what it is, but I put air in the tires, too. I brushed away some spider webs that were hanging around just while I was, like, waiting for coats of uh, urethane to dry. Yeah. It's been that kind of day. It's been the kind of day where you're doing that sort of stuff. Um, also, I had a bowl of blueberries. I don't know if I mentioned I got blueberries at Kroger yesterday. And then also, I've got the oven preheating right now because there were Frankenberry and Count Chocula sugar cookies from Pillsbury, and I'm pretty stoked on those. I've had some of the dough, and it was good. Now, here's something that I do want to talk about more on the subject of the last couple days. It's somewhat, I guess, political, They mentioned on a podcast, PKA, I was listening to, that presidents should be able to ride a roller coaster. If you win the presidency, you should be healthy enough to ride a roller coaster. And uh, not only do I agree, but I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool with all that they've been talking about figureheads right now, like the uh, king of England and all this nonsense, what the president's should be doing nowadays or figureheads is staying inside their own countries rather than constantly being traveling abroad and part of that i said you know what would be cool is if i for instance i hate thanksgiving so if i were president i would say like okay thanksgiving each year i'm going to spend two weeks and only two weeks abroad and it will be thanksgiving and whatever country, it'll be almost like the Olympics, but on a much smaller scale. I'll travel to a country for two weeks. I'll experience all the uh, the suggestions of like it, it has to be a good country. I'm not going to go on a charity run to Somalia, right? But maybe let's go to Spain. Maybe let's go to Switzerland. Maybe Norway, and let's Tokyo uh, and Kyoto or those you know Japan, those kinds of things for two weeks do an official presidential tour, come back and go, hey, guys, here's what I learned. Because this is how humans are. You know, humans go on vacation and they come back and go, hey, have you ever been abroad? We should have bullet trains. If the president did that, it would be cool. And I'm always advocating for like a new CCC to come around and like build infrastructure. I think we have all these state parks and national parks thanks to the CCC they did all that infrastructure. It would be amazing if they rebooted that program and had them do more conservation and also specifically sanatoriums because mental health, including, but not limited to obesity, that's my number one big big bad one, and um, like addiction. If there were sanatoriums where people could go check in, there's a swimming pool, it's in nature, the rooms are free or subsidized, right? You, your food is taken care of. It's nothing special. There's coaches and librarians and steam rooms. And we're going to try and get this country to where it's not a bunch of fat losers waiting to die. I mean, that would be, my, that'd be one, for example. That would be one thing I'd try and do. But I, that would be part of the other 50 weeks of the year spent inside of the United States would be going from state to state and being like, wow, you know, it could be divided, like one week per state (laughs) or something like that. But it would be like, hey, I'm going to come in to your your state, I'm going to see what your problems are, what your strengths and weaknesses are, and we're going to see about what we can do for each state. I don't think that that's ever practically addressed with our current system, with representative government. The president should have more to do with that. Being a figurehead, almost, I think that's more like what the Queen and the King of England kind of do, right? Is they're more about like public image, thumbs up, thumbs down. I think America used to have that with the presidency for a little while. Anyway, um, and this comes back to the roller coaster stuff. There are a few states in the country that are not only swing states but also have amazing amusement parks. And let's use Florida as an example. Florida, famously a swing state. Uh, and it just might be the second or third best state in the nation after Colorado. Frank, that's what I believe. I think Florida is much, much better than the, uh, the rest of the lower 48, except for Colorado. They just have better people and a better sense of freedom, et cetera. But they also have Disneyland and Universal Studios, and Miami, and uh, Ybor City, Tampa, etc. You know, you guys know the strengths of Florida. So what I'd say is, if you, let's get these special swing states with their amusement parks, and we're going to have something like the Olympics, where every four years they build a presidential roller coaster not knowing who's going to win the electoral college, but whoever does win that electoral college now has to be submitted to the roller coaster designed by that state. So rather than having these ridiculous presidential libraries that absolutely no one is interested in, and that I've parked in the parking lot of a presidential library before because it was conveniently empty parking in the middle of Atlanta, Jimmy Carter's library. So you know where that's never happened? A roller coaster. There'd be long lines, you can charge tickets, it'd be a fun thing, people would collect them all, they'd try and ride every presidential roller coaster. But more importantly, it would, it would sort out the weak and the elderly, and you would say to these, these states, try to kill people. If you kill civilians, who come to ride the roller coaster after, obviously they're going to sue you and you're going to have to pay up the wazoo all of these weak people who are getting killed on your roller coaster. So you have to find a perfect balance, right, that will keep alive the revenue-generating citizens who come as tourists to the presidential roller coasters, but... You want it to be a show of force of how strong our presidents are, how youth... If they're a normal, youthful person, they're not going to have any problem. But if they're 75, 80 years old and have dementia and all these other problems, they're not coming out off this roller coaster alive. And it would be an arms race between, you know, Ohio and California. Not California is not a swing state, but you know what I mean. Iowa and... uh Pennsylvania maybe. Is Pennsylvania a swing state? I don't know. But yeah, it'd be a little arms race to see who can have the most highly respected insane roller coaster. And just picture this. I know this sounds absurd. But our current state of government would have sounded absurd to people for hundreds of thousands of or not hundreds of thousands, hundreds or thousands of years right every new form of government sounds absurd and this is hardly a tweak this is very very slight tweak it's like an asterisk at the end of our already existing electoral college system and then a reframing of the duties of the president which at this point have eroded completely we've my entire life our presidents have been retards disgraces Fools, laughingstocks. And I think this would be a way to at least, like, I mean, come on, like, who's paying you to fly a fleet of planes with your armored vehicles in the planes to foreign countries all the time? What is that for? No, no, no. Get on a Zoom call and actually visit the country. But I think a lot of them know that the country's too bad to even waste their time spending it in and I this all came around because they were taught they were trash talking Trump and they were like you know he's blah, blah blah and they said something about how he was never in Washington DC I think and I was like yeah who would ever be in Washington DC like why if you were rich or influential or intelligent you would not go to you would go to Florida you wouldn't spend waste your time in Washington DC you'd go to someplace nice And so I think a lot of the presidents, uh, with that same mentality, aren't spending their time in America. They're catching flights to Israel and stuff. They're going over to, like, Tokyo or whatever. They're visiting with the queen. So cut that nonsense out. You get one trip per year, like the citizens get, if they're lucky, right? How many of us take multiple international trips in a year? And if you do, it's like two for a week each. So I think it adds up think about that one, guys. Otherwise, my oven's preheated. I'm going to put my cookies in. Thank you very much. Come again tomorrow.